Come on. Hey. Hey, we got a real rapper in Let's here go. for this opening. Bars. <laughs> what you say? Come hey. on. Come on. What you say? Hey. <laughs> Guru, turn my beat up. I feel like Jay-Z, right? <laughs> Come on, man. You ain't gonna do nothing? Nah, nah. I got no freestyles for y'all. No more. Horrible. Not for free anyway, right? Not for free. You gotta pay for that. <laughs> gotta pay for everything. Hey, my man came to bring me something. He could drop it at the door. Mm-hmm. And leave it on the floor. Oh. Hey. Want some more? <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey y'all. You Welcome got a new to caller. the Keith Battle Podcast. That's me. I'm Keith Battle. I'm excited today. We got a good one for y'all today. We got the boss to my left, Asha Renee Battle. We saying all names today. We saying the whole <laughs> name. What's on your birth certificate? Government stuff. I'm Keith Andre Battle. Oh, put an accent mark over the E. <laughs> Andre. That's French? Yeah, Drake. <laughs> We got Asha Renee Battle. What's up? You got to put your mic on. Yeah, absolutely. You in here? Now she's going to act like she's not a part of this. <laughs> we have experts here today who are going to talk about something special. I'll tell you in a minute. But say hi, Asha. Okay, she Greetings. ready. Greetings. All right, what's up? We got my man Sean Kingston, Holcomb, Jones, all that. Mm. Yeah. Huh? That's me. Straight from the FLA. Yes. Is it FLA? Nah, just FL. 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 Yep. It's okay. He's coming up from Florida, bringing in the cold. But he's from the area, the area. From the DMV, you know, Baltimore, Maryland, so, D.C. So now, do they consider Baltimore in the DMV? They don't, but, you know, I've lived in Baltimore, D.C. proper, PG County. I've, I've, I've ran the whole gamut. You went to school in Baltimore, right? I went to college. school. I went to college at Towson University. Woo-hoo. But where did you grow up? I grew up Columbia, Maryland. Oh, so yeah. That's and I'm originally DMV. from Schenectady, New York, so... Yeah, and better known do. to most people is Sean Breeze. I mean, you, Sean, you, you, that's right. You hear Sean Kingston, Holcomb Jones, and nobody Yo, knows know who that is. This is Sean Breeze, y'all. So, so at the end of the day, anybody who listens to this podcast will probably finally learn what my last name is. So, and, and the middle, middle now. and the middle, yeah. Now. And we got Danielle Marie Williams. Hey, y'all, what's going on? Used to be Danielle Strafford. As of April, converted over. Oh. She's converted. She's been converted. Congratulations! Thank y'all, Thank each of you, for being here. We're going to talk today, y'all, from the subject, living life through our cell phones. Mm. That's a good one. Don't we do that, though? Very much All so. the time. Think about, just think about when you can't find it. No, oh, and I have two of them, so. That's crazy. I, I've been on my phone looking for it one time. <laughs> no more than once. I've been talking to somebody, that's and somebody said, man, what's wrong, man? I said, I'm looking for my phone, man. That's All up real. under the car. <laughs> Like, it's such a dominant part of our lives. The crazy thing is sometimes I leave one and call it with the other. Yeah. And, or sometimes I leave one at the house and they have to run back and get the other one. So, but I if, understand. If, but if the ringer's not on, it's on silent, you're still dead. But, I know. That's but they have part. Some phones have that you can find it. Yeah. Like the find app or whatever. Which is, really, <laughs> which is really helpful. But, you know, for me, this whole cell phone thing is has is evolved into living life through it because there was a time when you could only make calls on a cell phone. Absolutely. Now you can do emails and you can, you know, check the stock market and you can see what's going on in the world and you can socialize with people. It's just so much you can do through the phone. You can actually run a company through your phone. Absolutely. So, and you can buy and sell things through your phone, which is a big yeah. thing as well, you know. Wow, that's commerce. Right. Yeah, you can do business. Go shop and get your groceries. Mm-hmm. Order food ahead of time. Absolutely. So much, man. Create movies. You can get directions. Yeah, you can do oh, my God. You can Uber. And by the way, Sean Breeze has two phones. You know, I always say the dude with two phones <laughs> is pimping. <laughs> he's, this dude with two phones, is, one is his work phone, y'all. So one one gonna, is my work phone. I'm going to clarify that. But I so, had two phones before I had a work phone, so. Well, that's called confession. This is also this is not just our little podcast room. This is all mm-hmm. so a confession booth. Amen. Hey. Everything comes out of <laughs> It's a safe place. Amen. We're that's good true. with it. So, so a big part of the whole cell phone world is social media. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we could probably spend. In fact, this might end up being two parts. I don't know. Depends on how far we go with this. But let's just talk about social media. To, uh, I want to do because Danielle, you do this full time. You do this for Zion Church. You um, direct our marketing department. Sean, you actually, by the way, y'all, for all you listening to Keep Battle Podcast from all over the country, you've shared with me how important this is. It was Sean who basically told me I got to do this. 
He says, you got to do this. And I said, man, I don't want to do that, man. I don't want to be working. That's another job. <laughs> More content. He says, nah, just sit around just be rapping. You and James and Larry. And, and so we started doing that. Absolutely. But every week comes around quick. And those guys are so busy, like just getting them together just to talk about anything just wasn't working. Then we started finding out actually people actually tuning into this podcast. Yeah. So we started developing more content and Absolutely. more subject matters, which actually it became work that I actually enjoy. Right. So I appreciate you pushing me to do this. He's also been instrumental in coaching me and Asha with my with my brand and, you know, showing me how to do Instagram lives <laughs> and all that stuff, man. We were at a we were in Burry Farms one night. <laughs> At the Goodman League, and That's he just real. grabbed my phone and said, let me show you, man. You have organic growth. And I wasn't even focused on it. And uh, thank you for that. Thank you for pushing me. He's I, I really recommend him to anybody who's actually interested in getting some coaching on just marketing and ho- how to run your social media. Hook, hit him up. Hit him up. Tell them where they can get to you, by the way, just anywhere. How can the people get to you uh, on social media? You can, I'm at Sean Breeze on any social media platform. I B- dominate S E A M B R double E Z E. Yeah, so I've said it up. a lot. W- get to him. Right. Get to him, y'all. Get to him. So, so how many how many social platforms are there? Social media platforms are there currently that we? Because all I know is Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. YouTube is a platform. It is technically. That's a platform. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. What else? I mean, of course, you have Twitter, Snap. you have Snapchat, which right. is which is dying. It really is. Um, really? You know, when you look at right now, like the landscape of social media, when you're talking about Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, and now Snapchat has kind of died out. I mm-hmm. mean, they just kind of made some mistakes. And Periscope just is, Periscope. Is already had the funeral? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, that's something to talk about, too, which is the death of many social media. You're talking about Periscope, you're talking about Vine. Um, so Periscope's dead. Periscope is, I mean, I wouldn't say it's dead. I'm sure you can Was still Was it ever alive? It. Oh yeah, there was I some mean, old oh, folks. Yeah. Yeah. There was so, some folks that was killing yeah. Periscope. Yeah, before IG Live Periscope. came along. Before I, and that's pretty much what Facebook has done. You say IG Live kind yep. of pushed them out. Yeah. So so I so Periscope is a affiliate of what? Well, at one, it was its own app, and then um, they didn't. It, as Facebook continued to roll out things, so basically what Facebook has done has either bought or destroyed every other social media. Facebook. Is the Amazon of this thing. Right, Mm -hmm. because you got to remember, Facebook bought Instagram. Mm -hmm. So once Facebook Mm -hmm. bought Instagram, that's why you see Facebook starting to look a lot like Instagram. They added stories. You have Facebook Live, Mm -hmm. and now you have Instagram Live. You have Instagram Mm -hmm. stories. So Facebook is kind of like engulfed every platform. They Jeff Bezos the people. But then when you look at it, why Facebook is really gangster is because what you remember is they attempted to buy Snapchat, and Snapchat said no. Mm. Now look at Snapchat. Right. What they did mm. from Snapchat was they took pretty much the stories function, created yep. that function on Instagram and killed Snapchat mm. by pretty much putting all the functions from Snapchat onto Instagram. Mm. So that's what it started the, the slow death of Snapchat. Um, mm. it's I remember used. another little video platform that I think it had the word social in it. Oh, it social like, cam. Yeah. Mm. Remember that? I don't. that's cool (laughs) i remember some cats used to do that yeah i mean there's been quite a few and i can't even remember what is the newest one remember the first what was the first one black planet black planet i'm old black planet Planet. (laughs) myspace black planet myspace um and 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 for for those that went to school around the same time i went to school we had aim so that was the messenger app that was the first messenger aol but uh, they, well, here, so so Asha and Danielle, do, do y'all remember what y'all names were on AIM? Mine was Leo Dime. I do not. Leo D Y M. Dime piece. Leo <laughs> Dime. Such <laughs> arrogance. <laughs> wow. Mm. That's a good one. So superfluous. You don't remember? <laughs> no, I don't. I had two. I was Star Child 730. Mm-hmm. That was like back when Stephon Marbury was popping. Okay. Um, okay. And he had the Star Child brand, so I had Star Child Seven Thirty, crazy. And then I had a uh, Y S Breeze too, Young wow. Sean Breeze. Now I'm Y-S. old Sean Breeze. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> now I'm old Sean Breeze. So. So <laughs> so when you look at the the landscape as you mm-hmm. you described it, Danielle particularly, can you imagine a world without social media? Like, it's such like like you. Did you ever live in a world when it wasn't? Did you ever know when there was no social media? Like, I know I do, but do yeah. you remember? 
uh, at your at your age? Do you, Asha? Do you remember mm-hmm. a world without social media? Um, yes, and it was beautiful. Mm. You didn't compare yourself to anybody. Yes. It was like you were living in reality. Right. Wow. I feel like now people think that social media is reality. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And I guess, you know, this probably is somewhat inappropriate to say. It is a bit unrealistic when you see a person and you find their pictures on social media and because of filters and angles and lighting these people look absolutely stunning make you want to make you want to reconsider whether or not you want to be single anymore you want to <laughs> marry the person then you run into them like at Safeway or you run into them at church and you're like Who that's is that? not you <laughs> Catfish. They're like, nah, I'm cocoa butter. <laughs> <laughs> you cocoa butter? <laughs> this you? There ain't no cocoa there. Magician. That's what you called them. A, right. A magician. That, what is that? You, you can know, have on no makeup and the filters still make you look popping. Yeah. Wow. That's the only reason yep. Snapchat still exists. Because yeah. a lot of a lot of yeah. females take the filters from Snapchat because they like them better. And males Save do it photo. too. Males do it too. What are they right. going to do? Ain't like, nobody doing no skin softening. A muscle <laughs> filter or something? They have a smooth skin filter. They Look. save it on Snap and then post it on. Yeah, IG. they yeah. save. Yeah, they save it on Snap. That's the only reason why people <laughs> still have Snap is the, the the females. You know, they they save it on Snap and put it on Instagram. But people like celebrities are getting blasted because some of them will cinch their waist, mm. and you'll see like before and after pictures mm-hmm. of people, and like their little swimsuit, yeah. you know, yeah. shots, and they will literally cinch their waist in and like mm-hmm. look like a Barbie. When really they got this hanging out in the real picture. And the, and the interesting about that wow. is you can do that right on your phone. There's a couple yeah. of um, you know. There um, we go back to that phone. Yeah, right? you can do it right mm-hmm. to your phone. There's a couple of apps that'll let you, you don't alter need a team. your your whole thing. You don't you know you can Photoshop right on your phone. So let's talk about something. Let's take a break from social media just briefly and just talk about when we talk about living life through our phones. So anytime there is a a gathering of people. Let's say you're in an airport, right? Um, there used to be time where they, you sit next to somebody, there were conversations. Right. Hey, where are you headed? Where are you from? Blah, 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 blah. You look around an airport and not one single person is looking around or up or yeah. next. Everybody has their face on their phone. Right. I mean, yeah. everybody, even the stewardesses and the pilots that are waiting on the, the plane to be ready for take. Like, everybody's on their phone. That has got to be... So so now we socialize through screens and buttons and not really with people. And I think there is a there's got to be an ultimate consequence of that. Like it's we're losing weird. we're losing connection mm-hmm. with human yeah. like a, a, like like so. So now check this out. And it, it evolves to this. Now, when a fight breaks out or even a, when a man is disrespecting a woman and it was usually usually a reflex for a man to say, hey, man, come on, bro. This mm-hmm. a lady. Now we take the phone and mm-hmm. capture it. Try to capture right. it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is going to go, ooh. Like, I, mm-hmm. this got to be like, the, who? I'm saying, I'm not saying that people didn't watch fights before and say, oh, yeah, she stole you. Like, but I'm mm-hmm. just saying now, this has become such a detacher to me of mm-hmm. human relationships that I think is. I think it's it's had an impact on us. I don't think we're paying attention to. Yeah. Well, actually, it's twofold, too. Like, well, there's two things you talked about there, right? Mm-hmm. One is the first question that you asked when we first started was, like, how would life be without our, our phone? Mm-hmm. I think life would probably be – sometimes I think it would be better because we, mm-hmm. would, we would talk to each other. What have we lost? We've lost the, the ability to engage with yeah. people. You, you meet a lot of people that have – and this is something that happens with people with huge followings. They have mm-hmm. huge followings on the internet, mm-hmm. but they can't socialize mm-hmm. outside yeah. of the phone because they don't know – they're not actually socializing with people and having real human interactions. So you have these people that are super popular on the internet, and then you meet them in person, and they can barely speak wow. mm-hmm. because they're not used to – doing something that's not curated that's not you know timed okay if i mess up this video i can do it three more times Mm -hmm. when they have to have real interactions so what we're losing is real Mm -hmm. interactions we're also losing intimacy man woman um Mm -hmm. you with your bros because we don't go and talk to each other so a lot of dudes i feel like they don't even really know how to talk to a lady Mm -hmm. or how how to have a chat or you know really get them to feel them by talking is like we're so used to typing and texting to each other and i think the second part of that too is with the phone we don't call Mm -hmm. each other anymore Mm -hmm. we only text each other yeah Yeah. so it's like everybody texts and i'm like well when's the last time you had a phone conversation with somebody Mm -hmm. and what happens is when we look 
at everything through the lens of social media, we think everybody's okay. Yeah. Because we're watching their highlight reel. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to post anything that's negative that's going on in their life. Yeah. Everything looks fine. So then, because we have no connections, we haven't talked, we haven't met with them in person, we, we, we lose knowing how our people are actually doing but we feel like we do because we talked to them on facebook yesterday we talked Mm. to them on instagram Mm -hmm. we talked to them on twitter and it's like but we haven't had a real connection face to face you you hearing my voice hearing vocal inflections things like that Mm -hmm. we're missing that do y'all agree y'all agree with that that's very well said absolutely actually i have an example of that so i posted a picture yesterday just talking about like counting your blessings and then one of my best friends called me haven't talked to her in forever Mm -hmm. and so when she called i was like it was really weird because we haven't spoken and Mm -hmm. so i even find myself sometimes like being so used to living life through Mm -hmm. like social media she didn't comment she (laughs) you you respect her to comment say hey danny from the picture right as opposed to really actually converse with you yeah so we had a conversation for like an hour it was great but that wouldn't have been my ideal would be like to pick up the phone so it it's crazy how that just kind of happens you may not even realize how we've been programmed that way you know one thing you think about sacred spaces in life like Mm -hmm. for us as african americans there was a time when the church was a sacred space like so much so that even you know, a non-church person, when he would walk by a house, if he was drunk, he would straighten up and take his hat off until he got past the front of the church. Then he'd go back. And like, people didn't do stuff on Sundays. Another sacred space that's been in our world, in our in our family construct, is the table. Like when we're having dinner for for holidays, because we're you know when people get together for a birthday or for Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner or whatever, the table was sacred. The table was a place where we prayed, joined hands, we ate food, and we talked about what's going on in our lives. And you did a good job on the mac and cheese and everything. Now, young people, particularly, not to, you know, discredit y'all, people bring the phone to the table. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And even between scooping up sweet potatoes for the plate, they're still watching what's going on, even if it's the game or whatever. Like, everybody, and and I think that, that... Unless we create a rule to say no phones at the table. When is there a sacred space where we don't bring this? Like, you know, because it's a distraction. Like, even in church now, we've accepted it. I don't even, it it almost sounds obsolete to say turn in your Bibles. Nobody got a Bible. It's in here. Right. 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 So I'm like, go to your app and go to Hebrews 11. Right? Right. We already know that. Like, but is there a place where you should not be able to take this? And in some places, they'll say, turn off your phone if you want service. Like, you can't bring your phones in, like on the airplane. Mm -hmm. But now they're they're actually minimizing that. Just put it on airplane mode. But we still know you got to have it. But what what are y'all's thoughts about that? Like, there is no place where this is not permitted anymore, except in a courtroom. In the courtroom, only a lawyer can have one. But again, it, sa- it says something. Like, don't you be in here distracted. I don't want to hear anything. There's nothing more important than what's going on in this room. And mm-hmm. I think that's what we've lost, too. There's no- So you can have people having a baby, right? They're mm-hmm. delivering a baby and somebody's posting it. Or like every- Nothing's sacred anymore. There's nothing where what can go on the phone is not cannot be a legitimate interruption. And I think that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. You see people dying, like, yeah, man, you know, you know, cancer ain't no better than, man, <laughs> F cancer. Like, you know, like, Taking pictures at funerals, things right. like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, even when you talked about the table, you know, at the table, we got to show you what we're eating first. Right, See, we got to right. show oh, Instagram right. what we're exactly, eating first. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Before we, so. About to do this, about to crush right, this, right? right? It's like, it's like, they're a part, it's like they're a part of our lives. Like, they have to be a part of your lives. But th- what you realize, especially, like, when something happens is that those people aren't really a part of your life. They're just right. following you or nosy or don't like you anyways, but still yeah. want to watch what you're doing. And I think when we talk about like sacred space, there, there's like this division that we have to think about, right? With mm-hmm. our phones. It's the division between usefulness mm-hmm. and distraction. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. fact that, and, and that's the excuse we have for taking our phones everywhere. Mm-hmm. Me personally, my grandmother, when I was really young, she told me to work on my handwriting. Mm-hmm. I never did. My mm-hmm. handwriting is horrible. Like, mm-hmm. I can't even read my own handwriting. Mm-hmm. So I need a phone or I need a, a computer to mm-hmm. take notes on whatever I'm doing. So everything in my life is centered around that phone. Mm-hmm. But then you also have to ask yourself, like, well, how much are you using that? And how much are you just distracting yourself with things sure. that are not necessarily productive? So the excuse we have for 
the, the, the good excuse that that we're willing to admit that we have for, for using our phone is that it, it helps us with productivity. Mm-hmm. There's a million productivity ads. My Evernote is on there. I use this for notes. I use this for voice recordings, whatever, whatever. But really, and if we're honest with ourselves, the, the amount of time that we're using it is usually for distraction. Mm. And, and, clo- and turning off our phones and turning off social media is helpful. Um, and I think it leads to better productivity. So like, I think we would be better without our phones a lot of times but we still have them because we're just, we're addicted to phones and one of the scariest new things is if you have the iPhones I see everybody in here has an iPhone mm-hmm. you know if you've done the new uh, upload they have a screen time feature where it pops up and shows you how much time you've been on your screen time really oh, and how much of it is um productive and how mm-hmm. much of it is you just playing I don't even like to look at mine cuz I'm embarrassed well, I didn't I'm know embarrassed when I looked at it myself yeah, yeah. But it's so it's so easy to get distracted, right? Cause this you, lady, um, this psychologist said that in order for your brain to function properly, you need to have 16 minutes a day where you unplug and you literally just daydream. Hmm. Like you cannot hmm. be on your computer, on hmm. your phone. You can't do anything. You need to sit and literally daydream. And I feel like in order to. Be productive just for your pro- your brain to reboot. And wow, just sixteen minutes. Yeah, most people only sleep when they're doing that, or yeah. in the shower. Like, right. but no I daydreams anymore. Right, you're either on the computer people or you're take on your phone, phone to the toilet. Yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> what you mean? Wow. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? D- did you ever ask yourself this? What did we do in the shopping line before? Like right. I, I can, like I if yeah. I don't have my phone in the shopping line, I'm like, what am I supposed to this do? Is taking yeah. This is taking too long. These people. Whacked here. Y'all need more cashiers. What? Yeah. What did we do when we had to wait? Yeah. Yeah, You had conversations. Yeah. You would. You. But also taking note of your environment. Yeah. Being aware of what's going on around you. Mm -hmm. Like, like, like noticing that actually, Trix has a new cereal box, or the bunny (laughs) rabbit's no longer with Trix. I'm not saying that's true, but but how would we know? Like mm-hmm. I went in here and I just wanted to get some bread and milk and I'm just standing in line. But I've I've been attached to my phone the whole time doing whatever. Like so it's just I I think it's interaction, but also awareness. Like you can't yeah. be aware mm-hmm. and your face on the screen. And we look mm-hmm. at spaces different now. So like we could mm-hmm. be out in nature instead of appro- like appreciating nature. We're right. like, what's the best place to take the pic for right. the gram? Yes. Man. Oh what's the God. best location? Right. So much, That's so, so many yeah. great things. It's like we're right. walking and you know you see graffiti or you see and, the features of the city. It's like where's and, the best place to take a pic? And how am I going to caption it too? Right. How right. am I going right. to caption? Right. How am I going to how am I going to capture, capture it and, and caption? You preaching now, Doc? About the offering. I'm thinking about the capture and the caption. Mm. That's that's what our life and being is about. captivating exactly. Right. Yeah, who can I captivate so they'll Would give me see? some likes? That's you that's what we try. So they'll comment. <laughs> Woo! There's another C. <laughs> but so that's why comments. I said people think that which is crazy media is reality, right? <laughs> it's not because yeah. it's like your life is centered around social media, but that's not real life. Yeah. Right. that's true. And then you know you almost feel a pressure to post something because mm-hmm. if you disappear long, you're worried about people thinking. You ain't, you know, you ain't on top anymore. You like, mm-hmm. what's going on? So you just post something fake, like. Mm-hmm. But so, so I, th- I think it's definitely, definitely something to be aware of and be sensitive to. I took a month hiatus from social media. Mm. Did not post on Facebook, Instagram. I took a fast, literally. And what you'll notice is, did you look on though? No, I didn't do nothing. I, you I, didn't. I, wow. I, I deleted that from my phone. I did not get on Facebook. I did not get on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell people, and I, and I hope people hear this, that's when you learn who your real friends are. Wow. Because your real mm-hmm. friends will, will call you. They will find you, reach they out to you. They will find you. That's I've had the same number for 20 years. You can come find me. If you want. If you know me mm-hmm. for real, you can call me. You can text yeah. me. Yeah. And then you start to really yeah. realize. I don't have 3,000 friends. Yeah, I don't have 3,000. <laughs> I don't have 5,000. In yeah. your case, you don't have 16,000. No. At the end of the day. You, you you find that and you realize and then the, the people that really care about you will reach out. They'll call mm. you. They'll, they'll find out. Or if you call them, they'll be like, oh, I ain't seen you in a minute. But you'll really find out who's really with you yeah. when you take a break from social media because they'll really care about where you are. The other thing that I noticed from fasting from social media, when I came back, I ain't missed nothing. Yeah. Wow. And that's what people don't realize. Yeah. People stay on social media because we want to be up to date on what's happening. And it's not just up to date with celebrities. We want to be up to date with the people we know, the mm-hmm. people we want to know, the people we wish we knew. 
So mm-hmm. with those people, we're always looking at them and we want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And you want to see what they're doing every minute. And, and in all actuality, they ain't thinking about you and you ain't miss nothing important. Mm. That's real. Let's, 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 so let's talk about some of the, the, the kind of the necessary parts of social media. Because sure. you talked about it being productive, right? Absolutely. So let's say you're in business, mm-hmm. self-employed, entrepreneur, and um, you want to build your brand and you want to build your company or your, your business. What are, what are social media platforms that are a must? What do you, where do you have to be if you're going to utilize it well? What platforms or what space on the Internet do you need to be in? I mean, I think it depends on your audience a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But I would say, although Facebook is dead to a lot of younger people, I think Facebook is a great place because they have a lot of groups, a lot of tools that you mm-hmm. can use to really help uh, push your initiative forward. And, and I would think the people on Facebook probably have the economic strength to be a customer more right. than maybe a younger client. Yeah. So yeah. I would say Facebook and Instagram just because I think that, I mean, that's just the hot platform mm-hmm. right now. But I think that those two definitely, and even YouTube, like it depends if you have a great personality, mm-hmm. YouTube is a great place for you to be because mm-hmm. people really sit there and watch videos all mm-hmm. day long, commentary about football, like hair mm-hmm. and so many different things. Wow. What about LinkedIn? Is that considered a social media platform? LinkedIn yeah. is a social media platform. I forget about that one. It's Link- a really good one. And LinkedIn is is a good one and it's something that people are using more often. Mm-hmm. Um I, th- I like LinkedIn, too, because I think it's more real. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't really find out what most of my friends did for a living until I found their LinkedIn profiles. Mm. Wow. Because Facebook, it's all about It's not really social, though, right? It's, it, it's, I mean, it still has the same components. You have the ability to share articles, thoughts, mm-hmm. but people, sh- people c- keep it business-wise. Right. It's like, what, do, what are you looking for? Your resume it's is It's not there, like, look at like what that. I'm eating for Thanksgiving. Right. It's not okay. like, look at what I'm eating. So, since it's more of a business platform... Um, but it's starting to get used a lot more, and I like it. And I think it's it's one of the realer platforms because it just says what you do for a living, like what you actually do. And a lot of times you see people in entertainment or you see people in, you know, what we look at as just kind of cool influencer type of jobs. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize these people really have jobs. Like right. they have regular mm-hmm. jobs. Some right. of them have influencer jobs, but some of them have re- regular nine-to-five jobs. So, um, yeah, LinkedIn is, is a great platform. That sounds like a great platform for is business it? and maybe if you're job hunting. Job Job hunting because right, there's exactly. recruiters on, on LinkedIn yeah. and they'll contact you, especially if you have certain clearances or certain things, especially in our area where, you know, security and government clearances are a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, recruiters will reach out to you because they can see what industry you're in. Yeah. Um, so with that, staying, staying with that point, then it would seem to me since a lot of people who are hiring new, cl- new employees do look at social media platforms what are some of the maybe obvious things that people need to be sensitive to on their pages? And I, I can honestly say that we made we actually made a decision on a on a person that we were close to hiring because we went to their social media page and it was really OC. And wow. this person was actually going to be on our staff and they probably don't know it. They, but but it was really I mean, it was really, really, really um, some racy stuff like 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 perversion, like like. And they didn't. I don't think, but they they interviewed well. They presented well. They were they had the talent, seeming skill skill set. But to us, what you were doing on your social media page and what you were presenting, and the way it just didn't represent the organization well. Mm-hmm. Even right. though you weren't a representative, so I think, you know, are there any like tips for people? Do you just have a page that you can just be? Breeze on, then you got a Holcomb Jones page. No, really, like, no. Do you funny. think people will catch up with it, that? It's people funny. People do that. They have two. Separate it's funny profiles. that you asked that. See, it's a lot though. I, I don't know if I, I I can let this this podcast see the light of day. Um, <laughs> no, but for safe I space. would say what is it thirty? Yeah, but the safe space of the thousands of people that are going to listen. to Right, this. right, right. Um, yeah. But here's another secret. Now people know my real name. I've had two Facebooks. Instagrams and Twitter for probably 10 to 15 years mm-hmm. or however long Facebook is. I've always had two Facebooks mm-hmm. um, it, it, because especially in the other industry that I work in, um, I just didn't want people to know, especially it started really when I was throwing parties. Mm-hmm. Now me, I am not, um, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I've never drank. I've never smoked. That's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. So I usually don't post anything even on my, you know, 
Sean Bree social media where I'm going to really put myself out there in, in a negative way, but I wanted mm-hmm. to be able to express myself a little bit more. So I do have like a corporate Facebook that if you looked me up um, for a job interview, you will find exactly what you would look for that job interview and there'd be nothing controversial or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I did that because the other industry I worked in, I didn't want people to know that I threw parties because not because I felt like I was doing anything wrong because I feel like it was fine. But I didn't want people to feel like, oh, he throws parties and create other assumptions that weren't necessarily me. Mm -hmm. I'm just a businessman running a business. I do events. I do event planning. Um, So for me, I was just like, I'm always going to have that separation. Has it caught up to me? No. So, Sean, you don't at least as far as you know, nobody's Mm -hmm. been able to connect the two. I think. Well, some of my friends on both have both. Like some right. of my friends actually have both. Like, um, but I, it hasn't been something that that has really been connected. You've been able to separate them. I've been able to separate, separate it. And even my own personal one, there's still things that I don't do on my own personal Facebook because you never know who's going to look at it. And there are I've Googled myself before, so I know there's there's articles in connection, and I know there's articles in connection where my whole name is put and my acronym so i know i'm aware of all these things so i'm always aware of what i'm posting okay so is that how you became good at marketing because that's a lot that's like six profiles <laughs> to keep up yeah. with um is no. he, he's living through his phone <laughs> no i think that's why you got two phones the battery might one run down on one well i think the era that we came up in mm-hmm. like like um like for people that don't know we were talking about this earlier is that you know danielle and i went to school together right and um i think a lot of the things that we do now we were doing back then, but they didn't call it that. So when we were throwing parties and we influencers and we were getting people to come out or we were getting people to come to certain events and hosting and stuff like that, we were doing all that stuff without social media. Mm-hmm. And then social media came into play. I remember when social media came into play. I remember when MySpace came into play. I remember when Facebook came into play. And then we were throwing, we were using that to, to invite people to places and things like that. But the but the I think the brilliant thing and the connection with the with those two things, which is like entertainment and social media and influencer culture, is they've been able to connect. Um, and now I see a lot of my counterparts that used to just throw parties or just do events. They now have like full time nine to five jobs mm-hmm. as influencers, mm-hmm. as brand influencers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, we've really been able to go from like what we did back then to be able to do marketing and branding at another level. Mm-hmm. It's like when I look at someone like um, Mitch Mathis, who has been throwing events in the city for years, parties, but mm-hmm. they also work with the mayor. Now they have a contract with the mayor. Mm-hmm. So you can see the, like the evolution of events, influencing and social media all happen at once where these people are really getting great jobs. That's great. That's great. I want to ask y'all some questions and just give me some quick answers on them so we can get through because I got so much stuff I want to learn. Um, I don't consider myself a social media geek at all. And I know there are people listening who are not, you know, we have a, a, a wide range of people that listen to this podcast. So I want to get some answers from y'all really quickly. So if you want to keep up with what's going on in the world, which social media platform is the best? What's going on in the world? I mean, you want world, like you want to know what's going on in the world. What's the best one y'all think? So for me, I would say it's between two, Twitter and Instagram. I think Twitter is, they have a lot of news um, that happens. But Sean, what you think? I think it depends on what your world is. You know, I think it depends on who you follow either way. So, but I would, I would go with Twitter and I would go with Facebook because you can, you can, you can follow and like in certain places like CNN or mm-hmm. BCC, and where that will be the stuff that comes to your feed. The same right. thing with Twitter. Um, so those will be my two. Because really, you can get most of your news, the hot news from whatever's trending, right? Right. You the can get most of your hot news, and if you and if we're talking about news, news like you know political news, um, I think it's easy to follow CNN or BBC on Twitter or follow mm-hmm. them on Facebook, where that comes to what you're looking for. If you're talking about entertainment. I think um, Instagram works out a little bit better. I was I would then say Instagram and like Facebook, if we're talking entertainment, but like keeping up with world and it's all about who you choose to follow because at the end of the day, all of these platforms at this point are curated by yourself. You okay. get the information that you decide to consume by who you decide to follow, friend. Gotcha. Et gotcha. All right. If you had kids, you have a kid, Asha. But if you had kids, what age would you say 
is okay for your kids to start jumping on social media? Knowing what you know, each of you, what would you say would be, I'd say I would make them wait until when? 16. You say 16. What do you guys say? I feel like that's so hard, though, because they're going to see it, like, from their friends or someone. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of like that thing. Before you approve it. Mm -hmm. Oh, for them to just have profiles. Yeah, before you say you it's okay now what they see they might see at nine or ten or eleven right right? but what what i'm saying what what would you say or would you say in light of the fact that they're going to see it at nine i need to put something in some kind of filter in place in their own life so that they can protect them but is there an age that comes to mind that you think like 14 16 okay i'm gonna go with as long as possible like i would try to keep them off social media as long as possible but here's the thing um i think it's just a little spin on this is that it depends on what your kid is doing and who they are. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of these like Instagram accounts um, of kids that are like prodigies at whatever they do. What immediately comes to mind is um, a young lady I went to high school with. Her son is a basketball prodigy. He's like the number one, I want to say fifth grader in the country. And mm-hmm. he's a basketball prodigy and he has like 80,000 followers cause he's a basketball prodigy. So, and I mean, I see my other friend, he's working with his, um, his son in soccer so he's building his social media and branding following from a young age so it depends on like situation the situation and are you trying to push you know not try to push but it could be push but whether you're trying to brand your child at a very early age if they are gifted in a certain thing if your kid's a great singer you're a great athlete but by and large when it's not a prodigy Mm -hmm. you just got as long as little steve in your house as long as possible i want my kid to be if I ever have kids, because I don't have any kids, um, as normal as possible. And I don't think people that rely, I don't think, I think it's the new normal, but it's made us really weird. Mm-hmm. We've become weird. That's different because some parents, they have uh, profiles for their kids. Mm-hmm. So, like babies. I have a friend, she just had a baby. The baby's four months old and she has a profile. So. Yep, baby models. Well, what, what, are y'all, what, what are your thoughts on, what are your thoughts about people who are the opposite extreme? I'm talking about people who are grown who refuse to have a social media account. You know, some people say, oh, no, I don't do that. I don't do that. Like, Smart oh, no, people. I don't know. I'm not on I'm not on any social media. I don't know. There are people in this world, believe it or not, many, say, oh, I'm not on no social media. What are your thoughts about that? What do y'all think when you hear people saying, oh, no? I think it's. I think that they're, they're trying to protect themselves. I think it's smart in some way. From what, though? From, it depends on who you are. Like, some celebrities mm-hmm. will not get social media because they probably don't have that tough skin where they can, like, take all that criticism. Because, you know, people on social media will go, at you. Will go in on mm-hmm. you. So, you know, I think that is a layer of protection for them and their family. Hmm. And um, I, I think with celebrities, one of my favorite celebrities doesn't have uh, social media. Jared Car- Gerard Carmichael, uh, the comedian, the Carmichael show. Um, great show. Mm-hmm. But... I think a lot of people forget that like celebrities, especially when you as you brought up celebrities are people. Mm-hmm. So like if you're reading comments all day and everybody's saying how terrible you are, mm-hmm. it's like that's a lot to weigh on a human being because these people mm-hmm. are like really people. But like to get back to your question, which is like Joe Blow, who just doesn't have social media just because they don't, you know, I, I don't blame him. Yeah, I don't I don't feel like I don't feel like at this point social media is the value add that it once was on a personal level Mm -hmm. Um, Instagram Facebook they've all been taking over by marketing and branding Mm -hmm. and it was like there was a point if you could even remember it's going back to the old Facebooks where people didn't care what kind of pictures they took they just took pictures Mm -hmm. it wasn't curation we've got to the point where it's not what do you mean by curation curation where we're purposely creating images and and captions and things to make it look a certain way to give you a certain brand a certain image it's very Mm -hmm. planned um there's nothing spontaneous about social media right now yeah i got you so i know we're talking about older people not having social media but um, i teach a class at udc around social media and there are many 19 18 20 year old girls that i'm learning that they don't have it they used to have it and don't anymore and they don't want it because of how they're uh, being compared and have low self-esteem. So it's crazy that even uh, young people don't even want it. Wow. Wow. Have you all ever had to shut down an account? Shut down? Like no. permanently? You did one for 30 days, but I mean, yeah, I mean I it got a, little, got a little tricky. You had to... Had to get out of that disappear. <laughs> nah, my, my anybody feeling like anybody feeling honest, honest in here? 
I'm super honest. My life is not that dramatic. Okay. So I've never had to shut down an account. Good. Danielle, you had to? No, I had to take some pictures down, but. Well. <laughs> but not shut down an account. I don't take. Asha? I had to deactivate my account before. All right. All right. And by all the right. way, you I. You want to go deeper? <laughs> I don't take pictures down, by the way. I know a lot of people do that when they go through things. They'll like delete pictures from back. I don't take pictures down because my whole belief is this. If you know me, you know my life. So me deleting a picture here or deleting a picture there from the past, you you know my life. There ain't no reason to delete that. It's just part I, of history. I agree. I do not delete that. pictures. But I do not you. take pictures down. I think I One think time, sometimes, oh. you know, the thing is, it is it could be it could be not your decision. It could be the decision of somebody saying, "Hey, can you? I know y'all were an item before. You know, can you can you let this go? You know, it could be somebody you're in a relationship with that may request that. I wonder." Yeah, what's your great? I want to hear your confession. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was gonna say when I had to deactivate my account, I had posted something on my Facebook a a while ago, and my aunt reached out to my mother and was like, "Did you see what Asha just posted?" So I had to deactivate the whole thing. (laughs) See, my mom follows me on social media too. My mom and my dad—they follow both accounts. Even have social media, so I was just like, I thought I was being slick, you know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But auntie caught you. Auntie called me and snitched too. Snitched though. So I do remember I got a first, got my first tattoo, and I didn't want my parents to know Mm. I was in in Miami. And so my friends were like taking pictures about to post it. I was like, you guys cannot post that. Mm. So that's Mm. real about your parents not wanting your parents to see. Oh well. Uh, If y'all, when is it necessary or proper to block or unfollow or unfriend or even mute a person? If at what point would you do that? Um, when you gotta you gotta hit the block button, or you gotta you gotta mute them, or you know what, I'm not following you anymore, I'm unfriending you. What what is what is your? At what point do you all make that decision? So I've only had to do that in regards to a relationship not being together anymore. But I think if someone is just making negative comments, making a lot of noise on your page, like things that you don't need in your life and want sure. in your life, then I think. You got to make that decision yeah. to cut them off. Yeah. No, I, I think you should unfollow anything that doesn't feel right in your spirit. Yeah. Like if it's going to trigger you, because we have to understand, I seen something that Danielle touched on was like, you know, talking with about with, you know, younger girls, how it made them feel to like compare with other. If, if things on social media trigger you or people trigger you and you don't feel like what they're bringing into like your heart. Mm-hmm. is um is helping you then you know you unfollow people um blocking people i rarely block people i've blocked maybe like i've i've i blocked like one person because they just like they commented too much mm-hmm. and they, it was like they were commenting at like six in the morning and i'm like you just woke up like mm-hmm. leave me alone um but i rarely block anybody because for, for all you can all watch feel feel free to watch but sometimes don't you got to do a petty block no like, have I you was, ever done a petty block? I've seen those. Where you What's block up? somebody because they just get on your nerves. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, most you mean unfollow people like. like or yeah, yeah. unfollow people. I yeah. unfollow people that I, I if I'm not interested in your content. Like I know for a fact I have people that are my real friends that do not follow me on certain social medias, mm-hmm. but we are real friends. And I have people who I I'm real friends with that I don't follow because I just don't like the content of their social media because that's how I look at social media. I look yeah. at it as content. Like one of my pet peeves of social media is I hate to look at a bunch of memes, um, mm-hmm. the picture memes or the, the the fake inspirational oversimplified quotes on mm-hmm. on, on Instagram either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you post just memes, I probably won't follow you mm-hmm. like because I don't want to see that as content. And by definition, a meme is? A meme is a picture with words. Mm-hmm. That's it? Or just words. Oh, okay. That's basically right. what it is. I yeah. mean, because they because they range in. Yeah. So you can have a, a social media page just littered with it. I yeah. mean, you just go to the page and it's all, you know, inspirational. All stages. inspirational. Scripture today. Yeah, I got yeah, you. I'm good. So <laughs> so let's let's talk about social media beefs. What are some of the hottest ones you've seen? And have you ever gotten into a social media beef? You ever went back and forth with somebody on on a platform? And uh, that joint with Cardi B and Nicki Minaj yeah. was good. That one was good. I had yeah. my popcorn. That one. <laughs> I watched that because Cardi did like 10 oh, videos in man. a row. I was like, ooh. I was waiting for more. I was like, let me turn on my notifications. <laughs> what about what about what about Drake and uh, 
Weak. Pusha. Pusha T. Weak. That was short. That, that was more than a social Jay-Z. media beef. Jay Z. <laughs> no, Jay Prince shut that down, right? Yeah, he shut the whole. That was a lot. <laughs> but, you know, both of them yeah. kept shining. Those were like my two favorite rappers, too. So that was very hard for me. Oh, man. Did you see he got jumped? He didn't get jumped. No one touched him. I saw the video. <laughs> Who got jumped? Pusha T, like a bunch of. There was like a little fight on stage, um, but he didn't. In Toronto. Get in Toronto. Yeah. yeah, that was recent. I heard about that. So he didn't get touched. He didn't get touched. He said he didn't get touched. And I like Push. Push is like a real good human being. Like I like him. His brother is like all in with the Lord now. Absolutely, He's no super malice. Saved. No <laughs> malice. He making. And you know he was such a great rapper. I'm surprised that his he hasn't been able to create music that's connected with mm-hmm. even doing that because he's just so talented. Yeah, that's interesting. Any others? Was was one in sports recently? I can't remember. Like, wasn't somebody going at somebody? Um, I think what was interesting. Oh, by the way, I got to talk to you about uh, Errol Spence and Bud Crawford. Oh we yeah, that's, had that that's, that's a that's off. A, we can't a, even do that off, on this podcast. That's the off flag. That's all I know. We you, you saw that? You saw the videos of them I, going at each other? I did see that, man. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yes, yeah, I did yeah, see that. You know who they are? You know those people? No, they are two boxers. Errol Spence is probably. We can't do it. We can't. Don't even touch it. Don't even touch it. But no, he said sports. I know Jimmy Butler. He had some issues with the um. The dude on he was on. Oh, but on the Timberwolves, he had some issues with his team. And I mean, but. Well, do you consider those social media beats? Nah, like because we they get weren't. information on social media. Nah, they so then we know this was happening. That was really happening. But no, a social was, media sorry. beef is when people I'm going at each other yes. back and forth on social media. And tweet. then people jump in. Like, why you? Mm-hmm. Like, when Riley came in on the. Oh, oh, yes. remember, remember Tank oh, Tank and one of them Braxton sisters was going oh, at each God. other? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> See, I'm sorry, but when a man you beefs beef with, with a woman, that's a little like. Talk about that. <laughs> I, I lost my respect. No, uh, and, and the thing is, I can't go against Tank, man. I just, and to answer your dude, question, man. I ain't never had a beef on social media. I've gone back and forth in the comments to like talk about issues, but mm-hmm. a beef, I'm not beefing with nobody on social media. Like, I'm not from that. I'm, I mean, we're in an interesting like space. But would you defend yourself? See, that's the thing. No. I don't see a def- the beef mm. as somebody comes at you and says, hey, that's some whack stuff you're talking about, man. Don't. You don't even know what you're talking about. Like, you're not going to say, so what do you mean when you say whack? Are you just going to ignore it or are you going to delete it? It depends. I don't, are you, it depends. Do I know you? Do you have my phone number? So if no. you really got a pro- problem, come holler at me. If I don't know you, then it doesn't matter to me. Right. So that's <laughs> what you're going to write? Or you're not going to write anything? You're just going to leave no. it on your page? I'll probably leave that's it. That's whack. You, you whack. You don't know what you're talking about. You handkerchief head. You Uncle Tom. Nah, man. Like, look at I ain't worried about you that. You're brushing up to the white people. Nah. Like, well, whatever. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, see, I'm, I'm, if I'm there's not, something to explain, if I'm not going to say nothing, it won't be there. Oh, I'm going to delete it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, because okay. because you you're not going you're not going to make that comment about me and me not respond. My response was just to delete it. Somebody, you know, I don't need that um, on my space. You know Heather Lindsay. <laughs> mm-hmm. She has a staff member that deletes negative comments off her social media page. Yeah. Really? Like, but that makes sense thing. if you're oh, branding. Wow. That is a real thing. I used to work uh, um, as a social media for NAACP. And one of the big things we had in regards to like NAACP Nashville is you have a lot of racist trolls that just troll the NAACP. So half of my day was really just deleting crazy racist comments. Like you do have people that are like severely trolling, especially in in regards to like somewhere that where it's that sensitive so mm. i think it's a difference between deleting comments and going back and forth do you feel like yeah. that's a like an era thing like an age thing like people who are in a certain age range they go back and forth or look i saw a meme yesterday and it said we've grown up in an era where people don't get punched in the face for the things that they say and so we grow up in an era where people say anything because there are no physical consequences. Not the man that hates memes. Look, he's quoting them. Look, he's quoting I had memes. to quote it because when I quote saw it, memes. I was like, that's really why people talk with such disrespect on the internet because like, that's why I asked you. I said, well, do I know the person? Because if I don't know you, I don't really care what you're saying about me. But that's where, we, where we've come to a point where because there's no consequence, the things that we would say that we would not dare to say in someone's face, we will type. Sure. Out in a comment absolutely and absolutely. if you saw me you would you wouldn't say that yeah no that's that's always an issue let's go back to the phones for a second because we're, we're running we're running towards the end of our time what are some apps that you would say are a must for a phone and why what are apps you have to have on your phone and why i'll, I'll go i'll start i like having personal capital i think that's an important app it tells you your um your net worth mm-hmm. so i think it's important we learned that from one of our podcasts Martin Booker, I call him Southeast Wall Street. Um, you notice he didn't say the Bible first. Bible app. 
<laughs> Seconds. Why are you trying to come There's money answers all things. <laughs> I think a real cool app that people will sleep on is an app called Streetlights. Mm. And it's a Bible app. And mm. it's, it's actually dudes who are urban hip-hop dudes reading the Bible. Okay. And it's really dope for people who want to read the Bible but don't feel comfortable reading it. Somebody's, that was my watch going off. Nice. <laughs> um, a drip. And of course, I had, I had an Uber and Lyft apps on my phone. Right. And you got to have maps, right? Yeah. What else are, ne- what else are necessary apps that you guys feel like? A, you, well, hey, you got to have a Zion app. I think if you oh, ain't yeah. got the Zion app, you're faking. You're faking. Um, what else? What other apps are must for you all? Necessary for my personal life? Yeah, what or, you do? Or me? Some ones you hit up all on a regular basis. For anybody that knows me, uh, the apps that I use more are sneaker apps. So I love sneakers. So yeah. my sneakers app is is very GOAT, which is I, from time to time, resell sneakers or buy sneakers. So mm-hmm. GOAT is a sneaker app that I use religiously. G-O-A-T? G- yeah, GOAT, G-O-A-T. Okay. Um, Ebates, I think, is valuable if you want to save some money. If you if you online shop, they give mm-hmm. you a little certain percentage. So I get a little check every time. So I, I recommend that as an app for people. Um, and I um, the other app that I really like um, is Stash. Stash is a um, is a is a is an app where you can um, invest in certain portfolios, like certain portfolios, and they'll take money out of your account to put away. Mm-hmm. So you can either hold it there in cash, and then you can invest it in like a stock portfolio that makes sense um, for you. So I use that from finance perspective, and I also use Mint for my budgeting. Mm-hmm. So Mint will let me know what my budget is, how much money I spent, how I spent too much money on sneakers this month. And it'll also let me know what my net worth is because it has my 401k there and it has how much cash I have minus how much credit card debt. And it does all that for me. So the Mint app is something I really like too. And um, Cash App I love because now people can't tell you that they ain't got it. I'll be like, yo, you can just Cash App that to me, bro. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. I was going to say Cash App. Mm, What you mean? Any more for you? Any other apps that you like? Really cool. Yeah, helpful. I love Pinterest uh, just because I love creating boards. You can put all kind of pictures there. So mm-hmm. recipes uh, that has everything. And Canva. I love Canva because mm. I yes, create Canva's images great. for social media marketing and things like that. So you can use that. Hootsuite is another good one um, mm. because you can schedule your social media. Hootsuite. Nice. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Starbucks. Okay. I have that in my Starbucks app. <laughs> Oh, we should be getting points for this. And Robinhood, Robinhood, you can buy stocks. Like you can buy individual stocks without mm-hmm. a transfer fee. So Robinhood is really good for people who you know trying to, to invest, trying to invest. So that's another one. Yes. Good, good. I hope y'all getting all these tips. Uh, finally, relationships. Talk about social media relationships. A um, couple of things. Should you share your social media passcode with your significant other? Why mm-hmm. Are you married or are you just in a relationship? Significant other would be either married or, you know, significantly involved with an exclusive, exclusive relationship. Here's a question. For what reason would that person need that information? Um, this was a question sent to me. So <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to so, ask so for me, because I ain't scared. Um, I say no. I don't. I don't need this shit. Like, if you need my password, you said I ain't scared. No, I ain't scared. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, like, if you need my password, there's something else wrong. Like, mm-hmm. if you feel the necessity to need my password on social media, yeah, that's because you believe that something. Think is, you in is that in DM? It. Yeah. But so if you ne- if you hesitant to give it away, there's something wrong too, right? Mm-hmm. No, it's not about hesitancy. It's like. Even when you're, he ain't hesitating. He just ain't giving it. No, it's <laughs> no hesitation. Right, like there's no, no that's hesitation. a no. That would that's be a no. no. <laughs> and the question hey, is, hell no. The, the question. <laughs> it's not even about like creeping and all that stuff. It's like what for what reason would someone have access to, to your to social media to strengthen our trust? What if, if it's you, about trust? That's what I'm saying. So if I you think it depends on the person. If you don't trust me already, like you shouldn't need that because you already trust me. I don't. I've never well, asked see, anybody see, for their passwords we, because I, I I trust you. Well, Otherwise, see, I wouldn't is, be with you. Yeah, I think I think I think trust. I think a person's um, inclination towards trust is not just established in current relationships. Mm-hmm. I think is built or destroyed in historical relationships. Of course, yes. and we tend to take a spirit of distrust with us everywhere if we've been betrayed. If our significant other had a relationship, a side chick or a side slick, mm-hmm. in a DM. We tend to be like, you know, and we never knew it. 
mm-hmm. we found out on the humble uh, off the line. So, so some of that distrust is not even about you. It's about the history the person brings. But that's another. That's a well, whole. Well, here's the thing. I would never ask. I would never ask a woman for her passwords to anything that I don't need a password to for something that we do together. Like if you're like, if I like, I need the password to the groceries because we're both going to get groceries together. I don't need a password to your Facebook or your Instagram or your Twitter. Why? So I can look through who you're communicating with. Like, and I, again, I don't I th- see the purpose of it. Again, I'm 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 going to say I agree with you, but that's probably see if you've ever been traumatized by the fact by by one of your best boys, mm-hmm. you found out he was having sex with your wife. That changes the game of what you want access to going forward. I just think you you're like I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be caught off guard with this. Like I need like I just I just think I think experience tends to change our beliefs about what we will and will not mm-hmm. do in situations. But I'm cool with that. Uh, another question: Do you how soon do you share publicly that you're in a relationship on social media? Do you wait till you get married, or do you ever do it? Is that just your personal business? Um, you know, when you engage, I think everybody does it when they they they, they show the engagement. I think engagement people do mode. it both ways. I know people who are in relationships and they don't even follow each other on social media, smart, because they don't want that drama. And I know people who probably been together for two weeks and they posted they man. They don't follow each other as themselves. They follow as a <laughs> as an alias. Look, alias. This the this the best thing. This is my favorite thing about Instagram is. The young lady that posts their gentleman prematurely, and then two weeks later, all his pictures is deleted. Mm-hmm. Like so, right. so everybody's in a rush to say, yeah. "Oh, look at my boo!" And then your boo gone, and then we want to know where the pictures went. Yeah, all, all right. twenty-one <laughs> posts that happened in eighteen days. Eighteen <laughs> days. So, I mean, where my, the Caribbean trip? Right. I used to like those pictures. Right. What, what happened? Because just <laughs> one mm-hmm. one post had like you know you can do ten pictures. Mm-hmm. I still don't know how to do that. By the mm-hmm. way. How do you make more than one picture come up on a post? You got to show me yeah. that we'll one talk, day. We'll talk yeah. about that. But I, but for me, I I believe that you should, if you have a significant other, you should be able to know that they're there. But I don't believe in oversharing. So like people should be should know that they are there and that they're with you. But you don't have to overshare their presence because mm-hmm. like when you start oversharing, then people all become involved in your life, and now you're opening your life up from for outside energies so mm. you know people gotta know that they there but i'm not an oversharer of a relationship so if you're gonna slide in a dm what's the best best line to slide in with i'm not sliding i seen <laughs> i seen one on instagram and somebody somebody put a, a dog emoji in the in the message it was like a dog emoji and then five minutes later he said my bad my dog ran off on the <laughs> off his leash <laughs> can i get him back like that type what? Thing. real corny that's huh <laughs> I'm, I'm confused so look he literally placed a dog emoji in the message in the thread right. imagine i'm texting you right and i put a dog emoji and that's it just send that's a dog it. then five minutes later my bad my dog ran off on me can i come get it like that hey <laughs> That's that's a code. Like, that's am I just, welcome here? Am I welcome just, here in this space? Yeah, it's a little introductory joint. Right. Yeah. I would have missed that. <laughs> I'd have just put question marks, huh? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not sliding in no DMs of people I don't know. So I mean, that's just. I mean, are we talking way. about like relationship interests? Because you can do that for like business inquiries. You can like slide in a, a you know DM good, that good, way. Good, 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 good transition. Yeah. <laughs> So, so what do you say? Right. So uh, yeah, I think you. I think you can if you. Then you're not sliding in. Nah. You're walking in. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. talking. I think sliding in DMs is particularly about relationships and whatever. Being I mean, slick. Being sl- slick. I mean, but that's how people. That's how people communicate to these days. Like that's how most like relationships get started. They see you on Instagram. They follow. They like a couple pictures. You like a couple pictures. You slide in the DM. That's you how this say, works. Is that how you really look? You just say that in the DM. Is that is that how you look all the time? That's why I watch the videos. <laughs> the videos it's hard to filter a video. It's hard right? to filter the videos. It's a little harder. Yeah. You can still get a filter. Yeah. That's true. Hey y'all. This is a great subject. I've learned a lot. I still want to learn how to make multiple pictures. If you see me posting I got multiple pictures, got just you. know I learned it from this group right here. Hey y'all, we're not out of topics, but we're out of time. I hope y'all enjoyed this discussion. Hey, pay attention to your relationships with people, you know. Um, you know, sometimes we might be missing people in our own house because we're on our phones and we're texting them. And um, if you get an opportunity to hug somebody you love, 
for a little longer than you normally would because you don't know how many more chances you'll have to do that. So uh, thank you again. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you, Danielle. Thanks for having me. Sean Breeze, y'all. Thanks. A party coming your way sometime. Asha. Thank you. Thank you. Thank y'all for being here. And thank you all for listening to the Keep Battle Podcast. Hit us up. Go by SoundCloud, iTunes. Like us, comment. Let us know what's going on. If you have any questions, go to sagacitycompany.com. I'll answer your questions. We'll email you back. Just it says uh, ask a question. Hit that link. You can ask a question, topic you want us to talk about. We'll get back to you. And some of your questions I'll answer right here on the broadcast. On the podcast, I'm sorry. We'll see you next time right here on the Keep Battle Podcast.